Hello, and welcome to River Tales, a Riverdale recap podcast where one of us doesn't watch the show. That's me. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Kiana. And I'm Elaine. And today we're recapping Season 7, Episode 18, For a Better Tomorrow. For a Better Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, I saw that this one's in black and white. Yes. I don't know if that was going to be a spoiler, but... 90% black and white. Wow, okay. It was kind of, like, more campy, would you say, than oh, most yeah. episodes? Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of fun visual things. Oh, okay, nice. Uh Is it, like, going for, like, a Pleasantville thing, or... Oh, a little bit. Yeah. I I feel like it's also kind of, like, I feel like there's, like, some, like, old horror movie vibes to it, too. You know, like, Creature of the Black Lagoon-ish a little bit. Nice. I don't know what you'd call that style, but... I don't know either. Noir? Yeah. Maybe a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a little more dramatic. Like German my guess expressionism? Is... <laughs> yes. Sure. Of yes. course. Absolutely. I totally yes. know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just more fun. Like I'm guessing somebody different directed this. I don't know. Maybe. But... Oh, I yeah. Look while you see. guys are doing two truths and a lie. Mm-hmm. But you got to be thinking about our truths and lies. <laughs> God. Yeah, you can't be distracted. But it did start, like everybody's kind of plot started in color and then was given a title and then went to black and white oh okay in the very end we go back to color yeah interesting it's like a little but yes that sounds interesting doing Mm -hmm. something new visually yeah yeah and i'm glad it was fun for one episode but i'm glad they didn't do it for the whole season because i love the use of color in this show and we would have missed a lot of that yeah Mm -hmm. yeah true all right what am i or oh lie what? <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or second truth. <laughs> Double the That's truth. That's the one that gets you. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. I you mean, gotta um, watch out. I gotta watch out. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Here's number one. Clifford Blossom sacrifices a child to a pagan <laughs> god statue. <laughs> okay. Number two. Jacket has a photo shoot with a palladium bomb. What? Okay. Number three. Ethel gets a job as a storyboard artist and moves to Hollywood. Oh my gosh. These are crazy. The last one? That is true. That's a truth. Wow. Okay. The first one? That is yeah. a last Okay. All right. Yeah. Is, it, is there a little truth to it? Or you guys there is. Like, okay. There's yeah. a little truth, but we'll get into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it Midge's baby? Oh. <laughs> Interesting. I'm guessing not. No. No. That would have been interesting. She's still very pregnant. Very pregnant. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to start with Archie and Reggie because they had the least storyline this whole episode, so we're just going to get them out of the way. Really? Yeah. Well, I did want to mention, too, each of the characters, their entire plot is, like, divided. So it's not just, like, there's color at the beginning of, like, the episode. Like, they each have, like, their own little title. Okay, so, so these like, are like vignettes. Kind yeah, of. they're kind of like vignettes, but they're but only still the beginning. Everyone's interconnected. Okay, so it wasn't like the weird Which, Halloween episode this no. season. No. Okay. It was interesting though. It's like different than they've ever done. Mm-hmm. But it's like in different font for like each person and oh. like a different title and then it would like go into black and white. Sure, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Archie and Reggie's was about them at home talking to Uncle Frank, and Uncle Frank got Reggie into this like sports summer camp and he's real excited about it uh-huh. and then he's like Archie what are you could gonna do all summer and then Archie's mom is like well he'll get a job he can go back and work at Pop so he can work with me at the dress shop 
And Frank's like, hey, dress shop. How about that? Wish you would have stayed on the basketball team. You suck. <laughs> yeah. Or does he have like a, a piece of wheat in his mouth? And Pretty he's much. just like wearing an old prospector's uniform. Yeah. He's twirling his <laughs> mustache. Me. <laughs> and so. Wait, so is it, is it the end of the school year? Uh, it's, getting, it's getting close, okay. I feel like. Sure, sure, sure. I feel like they keep talking about what they're going to do like next year with like their last year of school, so I'm guessing it's getting towards the end. Mm-hmm. Like last quarter, probably. Yeah. But like, do we skip over winter? Anyway. Probably. It doesn't, <laughs> probably. Literally, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get through this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't think too hard. Hey, I'm, re- I'm reviewing over here. <laughs> <laughs> so Archie's not really supported by his uncle with his poetry dreams and everything. Mm-hmm. And he goes to sit by Clavin at school, and the two of them are practicing tying knots. <laughs> Sailor's knots, to be specific, because they're thinking about joining the Merchant Marines. Because gay? Well, because, because the Merchant Marines... You get paid to go and travel and okay. be on sea and see the world. So they're like, Why And go not? out into the war? The impending war? Well, well, they just think it sounds like a fun vacation, basically. And it does they think they're going to Fire Island. <laughs> well, and merchant marines, I don't know. The way they're talking about it, it's like, oh, they don't see combat. They just yeah. do other stuff. But like I'm like... What? Hunt mermaids? I don't know. Like, is I know. that what they think is going to happen? I don't happen? know, but I'm like, um, I'm pretty sure you would see combat, but... <laughs> They're just like, well, it has the cutest uniform, and we get to do, like, the Busby Berkeley, like, little musical numbers or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. That's, yeah, to... that's the obvious choice. That's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they want it. They don't want to pursue... I guess this is, like, oh, outside of the story, but, like, they don't want to pursue, like, theater or anything anymore? I think they're thinking of this as just, like... A for like year. one like a gap yeah, year sure. thing because okay. they're like hey we get free travel mm-hmm. yeah and we could be together doing this and yeah. no one would think it was weird you know I, no one would think it was no weird. one no, no one's one military no. homophobic no. no one would suspect a thing either no. between them just like they're in, just best friends yeah well everyone's just as cool as the people in riverdale like they're who were just like totally. yeah they're dating what of it well they yeah. wouldn't ask and they wouldn't tell yeah so. exactly. yeah mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. So it's so a perfect anyway, plan. Yes. They're really into it right now. And Archie's like, wow, well, I would like to see the world, so I have stuff to write about for my poetry. And sure. I also love tying knots. Yeah, <laughs> tie Love that. Literally, he said that. Yeah, he's just like, I do love tying knots. <laughs> oh, well, he also is influenced because Clay said, yeah, he's like, a lot of writers have been at sea, you know, and he's mm. given them inspiration. And that's why Archie's like, Oh, well, then I gotta do that. Archie yes. is literally like the cartoon version of like someone smelling a pie and like floating towards it with their <laughs> yes. nose. Yeah, you know? like, with anything. With anything, yeah. Yes. In, even knots. He's just so impressionable. Yeah. Too. Yes. Just like, <laughs> yes, that's the word. He's very impressionable. Yeah. So this is his greatest new idea. And his uncle Frank tries to talk him into skipping the Merchant Marines, just join the army, the real army, right. like your dad. Right. And he gives him his, his dad's dog tags. Yeah, because that's the good old all-American manly thing That's how you want to die. Because, yeah. well, and he supports him in the Merchant Marines until he finds out that Archie wants to do it to help with his writing. And then he hates it. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. Why even tell Frank? I don't know. But at one point, Archie does fight back, and he's like, 
I can be a writer and it has nothing to do with me being like manly or whatever. I don't know exactly what he said, but yeah, like, along those lines. Yeah, yeah. which is what we've been like it. arguing this whole time. Yeah, because it's like, who do you think is writing all the movies in Hollywood? Yeah. Or, well, I guess too. Um, when he told Frank, because they're talking about it at dinner, and he's like, "See, Archie, it's good you want to join the Marines, Merchant Marines, instead of pursuing writing." And Archie's like, "Well, I want to do it for writing too." And it's like, because a lot of writers have been in the military. And he's like. You'd know that, Uncle Frank, if you ever opened a book. Yes. <laughs> and, like, yeah. Reggie, like, snickers, you know, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> go it. for it, Archie. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, Mary gets so upset with Frank, not being supportive, she just kicks him out. She's like, you know what? You've overstayed your welcome. You can move out now. Literally. Yeah. I know. I've been like, waiting been for that. Did, was he helping out with Archie? Is that why yeah, he was Yeah, she here? asked yeah. him to come stay with them for a okay. while. Okay, so but now she's Archie like, you know what? Have... I'm over this. Yeah. 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 Well, she finds, yeah, because when Archie told her about what he said about the army, she's like, so you've been manipulating my son just to try and get him to not pursue writing? Yeah. Which is none of your business, you know? And she's (laughs) like, get out. And she supports Archie writing. She's like, he can do whatever he wants as long as he finishes high school. That's her, like, one wish for him. Well, I'm glad he was here for all of that conflict that was really good (laughs) and enriching. But they did have, like, a nice goodbye. He was like... I'll probably shack up with Sheriff Keller. Sounds like he got kicked out of his house, too. Were they going to go, like, live in a hotel together? I guess. With Twyla? Oh, gosh. Oh, God. I don't want to know. Well, they can... (laughs) He also said something about, like, insinuating that Sheriff Keller is going through a hard time, too, because of Kevin. And that situation oh, so they yeah. can just so they can commiserate over their effeminate sons <laughs> yes yeah. exactly yes. that yeah. was what he was alluding to right yeah yeah mm-hmm. and maybe hold hands who knows yeah. we'll see maybe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 with but their anyway, mustaches they gave him, like, a nice goodbye they parted ways nicely which i now realize was probably his final scene of riverdale which is why they did that because oh that's true we got the same farewell vibe for hiram ethel oh oh spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Which we told you in the truth. Yes, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. But she also got like a a nice emotional. And that's a wrap on Shannon Purser. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Yeah. You know, at least they were in this season. Like, this is the most Ethel's been in this season. Oh, yeah. I love how they used her this season. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was. I feel like we haven't (laughs) seen this much Ethel since like first or second season. Yeah. Really early. Yeah. Even then, I don't really remember her much, but yeah. Yeah. Even, Even so, her. Story was a bit confusing this season, but just like with her parents being murdered, and then I mean, what hasn't been this season? Uh, uh, Cheryl and Tony's everlasting love, yes, yes, Yes. consistent, (laughs) yes, evergreen. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what happens. I mean, that's just the vibe with Frank leaving. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just like, did you have more comments? I was like, oh, no. nope. nope. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Frank. Goodbye. What was his actor name? Do we, do we know? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I will say one more thing with all this with Archie and Frank, because I feel like this is the first time I feel like we've really seen Archie be assertive this episode for himself. Yeah, and, like, he actually, and, he finally knows what he wants. Yeah, yeah, and he, like, yeah, is figuring out what he wants and is on that path. And so it's, like, I'm happy for Archie at, like, this point. Ryan Robbins. Oh. We salute you. Yes. Goodbye, Ryan. Mm-hmm. You did good with the material you were given. Yes. <laughs> 
So meanwhile, all the girls are in a special ladies-only mm. driver's ed class. Oh. Because yeah. apparently they can't take class with the boys to learn how to drive. I didn't understand that. Because they'll, like, flirt? Or it's like they learn different things. Like, ladies learn how to drive, I'm, like, 25 miles per hour. Yeah, I'm guessing they learn it differently. Mm. Or maybe, I mean, maybe, like, Mrs. Grundy teaches it. Maybe she just wanted only girls. Maybe. No, maybe it's just like for the the fun camp of it all because yeah. they have these like fake cars at their desk. So it's like pedals on the ground. Mm. They're like made from wood, and then they have a steering wheel on their desk. <laughs> that sounds so silly. Yeah. It is so silly, but it's really like... fun. Like I wanted them to do a musical number with that setup. Like yeah. why don't we get a musical number with that? Yeah. Right. Well, my question too is, did they actually used to do that in the past? And I'm curious. I don't know. I'm sure it's rooted in something. Yeah. Because it's like, that's fun. Because, like, cars were, like, hard to come by back then? Or, no, I don't know. Honestly, I, mean, I would have liked that in driver's no, ed. No, I would have liked that, too. So you get like a, a feel simulator. of... Yeah, like, pushing the pedals. Like, yeah. you know, because... Do they have Mrs. stick shift? Yeah, they have a little shifter. Yeah. You know, because Mrs. Grundy would pull up stuff, like, stop sign. And they'd all have to, like, push on their, yeah. like... Blind child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do, like, random stuff like that. And it's like, I kind of would have liked that in driver's ed before you're actually going, like, 50 miles per hour in a real car that you've never touched before and you're yeah. like, ah. and you're like, there's the cruise. I can't look away. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would so, have been fun. Just yeah. for like the, the imaginary part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. It was cute. Yeah. But they're going to go on a field trip to the DMV to get their licenses, but you need your birth certificate. And Ethel's is at her parents' murder house. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is still just a, a closed crime scene that they're not doing anything with. I guess. Yeah. Abandoned. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, it's not even for sale. It hasn't been claimed by the bank. Does she like? like does either. she like get an inheritance or anything? We Is don't she know. still being investigated? Like I guess we'll never know that. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Betty, being the nice friend that she is, goes to her parents' house and snoops around for her birth certificate. Mm-hmm. But in the desk, she finds this locked little box. And she takes a bobby pin out, opens the box. Of course. Yes. Not because Ethel's birth certificate would have been in a small box. Like, that's just because Betty's curious, curious, I guess. Yeah. I mean, She's it could around. have been, though. I mean, it up, maybe? Mine's, fold, <laughs> mine's folded up. <laughs> I don't know. I feel but like... in a box? I feel like, like if you're keeping important documents, I feel like it would make sense to keep it in, like, a special box. True. So I feel like it makes sense for her to look, at least. Okay, fair. I guess. Yeah. yeah. We'll give it to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't in the box. <gasps> Do you know what was in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Receipts. A bunch of payments. <laughs> Betty's got the receipts. Cooper. To, to the, the mugs. Sister. Oh. <laughs> to the mugs. To the mugs. To the mugs. Yeah. To the mugs. To the cups. From the window. To, to the, the mugs. mugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the bottom, a picture of Hal holding... A baby <gasps> Ethel. A baby Ethel? Like, with her, do, like, is it just, like, her face sh- photoshopped with, like, a newborn baby? <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's, like, the Snapchat baby filter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. how we know it's Ethel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. We okay. predicted that, didn't we? Okay, well, what do you, what do you suspect? Well, that Hal is Ethel's father. Yes. How did you put that together? What? Because, because, <laughs> <laughs> because Hal has a picture of baby Ethel. With her the birth mugs certificate? had a picture of Hal with baby Ethel. Of yeah. Hal with baby Ethel. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. What yeah. am I supposed to insinuate? No, that? you're no, completely no, right. You're right. Oh, okay. Wait, okay. So he's the father. Is Ethel's parents not her parents at all? So her mom is her, her was her real mom. Okay. You know, before she was murdered. Uh-huh, of um, course. 
<laughs> so Betty like, confronts her parents about this, and Hal tries to lie, and he was like, oh, those payments must have been from when Ethel's mom was our housekeeper. And eventually Alice is like, Hal, she knows. Like, we just want like, to come home. Yeah, yeah, she's come like, on. let's stop two this game. Yeah, No, so the truth is that Ethel's mom did used to clean their house back before, like, Betty was born. Uh-huh. And during that time, she they had something affair. else. Yes. And it came out and Hal was like very apologetic about it and said that like if they keep the secret, like he'll pay to like cover her living expenses sort of thing. Uh-huh. But they had to like keep it a secret to protect their family's reputation. Yeah. And so Was Betty born at this point? This is before Betty was born. Okay. But Polly was? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You know, and, like, Betty, too, she's, like, so you stayed with Dad, even though he, like, cheated on you and everything. And she's, like, well, I didn't really have a choice. You know, she's, like, especially, you know, at that time period. She's, like, you yeah. couldn't have that scandal. And she's, like, what would we have done? Yeah. You know, and she's, like, we would have lost all of our sponsors with, like, their business. And, like, they would have been out of work. And probably no one would have hired them mm-hmm. because it's scandalous. You know, she's like, so we had to keep it a secret. And, you know, and you find out that the reason why Alice has been so harsh on Betty and, on Betty and everything and so intense about everything is because she's so afraid. That she's going to find of, out? Or more of that she's, she's like... very ashamed uh-huh. of what's happened and she's very ashamed of their family. And she, she doesn't want Betty to have to live with any kind of, like, shame in her life. And she's afraid of her she's making... She's not doing a very good job of that. No. But I guess she's, like, <laughs> afraid of her making mistakes because she doesn't want her to lose opportunities uh-huh. or be in a bad situation. Right. So, basically, she doesn't want her to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, this is the point of the episode where I was like, what? This doesn't make sense. Because I agree. Betty, first, it wasn't like Allison, like, this is why I've been hard on you. It was Betty who was like... Oh, Mom, this is obviously why you've been so hard on me lately and why you've been the way you've been. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, like, somehow, why? No. no. Like, controlling? I I guess it... It it does kind of It doesn't, because she wasn't the one who, like... It's not like she got pregnant as a teen or something. Right. And that's not what happened with her dad and Ethel's mom. And I can see, like, okay, I don't want you to make any mistakes because Mm -hmm. we've had things in our life that, like, whatever. But that doesn't explain their whole mother-daughter dynamic this entire season nothing's clicking there no i feel like i no i agree i was like really confused but i was like trying to like connect the dots makes sense and i was like i think it kind of does make sense because i I think with ethel's like parents dying and then bringing ethel into their house i think her mom was just under so much pressure and i think it was just still just alice and she's alice and i think she was just also just really uncomfortable with that situation really stressed about everything and afraid the town would find out, afraid Betty would find out, and that it would ruin them still today. I guess and it does make sense. There so, are hushed conversations about Hal being like, we don't want people to find out the history with Ethel and the mugs. Yeah. yeah. Like Not that he murdered them, but yeah. he... Or maybe he did. Yeah. yeah. And so I could see, like, especially with Betty's behavior, her mom being afraid of Betty causing, like, drama and having people talk about their family or right. look into their and family. Like, yes, yeah, like... One so, scandal leads to more scandals. Yeah, and, like, yeah. not wanting, like, the spotlight on you. Yeah. So I can see it in that way. And I can see it in, like, the pageant episode where she, like, really, like, I don't know, was hard on Ethel but then, like, came around to her in spite, in, in despite, like, Betty winning. Mm-hmm. And, like, that one episode where, like, Ethel moved in and then she was, like, kind of giving Betty the cold shoulder. And also Betty has just been acting crazy. Yes. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but, yeah, this resolution of, like, it clicking where it's like, oh, 
that's why you've been yeah. harming me is like I don't know. No. It's not tracking. No. It's it doesn't really make sense. Like you have to really stretch to make her motivations for all those things make sense. Like from Betty's perspective, like, I don't know what she's understanding now. Yeah, right? like why would her mom disown her? Like, how does that make sense? Because that's just adding to your family scandal. Yeah. Yes, I know. Like, yeah. And I guess her not wanting Betty to make mistakes and not wanting to be in a bad situation, like she's in a bad situation. But again, doing that will increase the chances of that happening for your daughter. So, yeah. and I guess like Polly's already the the wild child, so she's like yeah. extra hard on Betty because like she's her last hope to like maintain image in town. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. There's, there's things going on. Yeah. yeah. It's not, like, super satisfying. But it's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was so rushed, though. Like, Betty, you know, like, literally... Rushed? This this, yeah. this show? Oh, this whole episode was <laughs> a roller coaster. I was like, okay, you're going to pack in a whole season worth of plot points into yeah, one episode. Like, plot. Really? It's insane. Honestly, okay. that was C-plot. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what they could have done? They could have cut, like... Three of those episodes that all kind of felt the same, yeah, and actually and have some plot development. Mm-hmm. They could have done goes that further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just have yeah, to no. say that. Mm-hmm. But no, Betty and her mom, though, yeah, like resolve all their issues. They have like a really good conversation, and Alice apologizes to her. Is and this Betty, also like, a rap on Alice? Like, are they just? Resolving, I think they're just resolving rental stuff. Yeah, yeah. I okay. think well, we had seven fluff episodes before this, so they <laughs> had, had to get to the they have to like just <laughs> shove it in there. They were contractually obligated <laughs> yes. to, yes, by us because <laughs> we were gonna sue them. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I guess we're back to kind of where Betty was with her mom at the pageant, you know, and she's like, You are a good person and I love you. <laughs> we're like back to that point. Right. Regardless of the fact that literally last episode, she's like, I'm writing a manifesto about how my mom slapped me and hates me. Yeah. yeah. What happened to her manifesto? I don't like, know. Like, is she going to put the Ethel thing in there now? Or is she just like, you know what? I'm good. She probably just not going to write it now. She's That's, like, yeah. Yeah, she's probably like, oh, I'm good now. But that boudoir photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, do we think anyone's child pornography is ever going to be seen? Probably not. I don't know. Why did we have that whole... Okay, I, we can't get into it. We'll yeah. get into it at the end because I do have a segment where that is relevant. But <gasps> okay. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Betty was like, okay, we need to tell Ethel about all this. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they bring Ethel in to this conversation and they tell her and they um, they offer to adopt her, you know, because Alice is like, yeah, me and Hal have been talking and like, if you, you know, like if she would like it, like they offer to adopt her and make it right. But Ethel says no. No, not, not out of anger. She's just yeah. like, I don't think that's what I want. Yeah, yeah she's, she's like, I'm like, good. Yeah, because she's like, you know what? I really just want like a fresh start. And she's like, thank you, but like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And they're all good with that, you know, like <laughs> you know, because they're just like, we just want what you want. Yeah, like I, I bet they're all thinking like, I wouldn't want to be a part of our family either. Honestly, <laughs> I'm sure. Like, yeah, like, they're dodge just that bullet, Ethel. Yeah, Betty's probably like. I understand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, if Alice wants a chance at having a good daughter, Ethel, Ethel would be the best. Like, oh, yes. Betty is hopeless. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I she she might grow into <laughs> her womanhood. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, now that she knows how to masturbate. I mean, her no. dreams are to be a stripper <laughs> and a writer. Yes. I mean, no. I was literally gonna say Betty's so much calmer this episode, and I think she has had so much repressed like sexual angst that now that she's masturbating, I think she's fine. <laughs> no, 
because she's been all over the place the whole time. I mean, that is true. Yeah. It's just the hormones. I don't think I guess. they considered that in the writing at all. No, I don't think so. I don't think well, they no. considered much. Okay, but like a stripper and a writer, that would like be so popular, like in oh, modern t- times. Yes. Like, she would have like the best like blog or oh, yeah. Insta- Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Substack. <laughs> TikTok? <laughs> sure. Old man. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one again? Everybody's just out there reading blogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Well, is that it with, with Bethel? With Bethel? <laughs> <laughs> Bethel. Well, you know, Betty's like, well, what do you want, Ethel? You know, she's like, if you don't want to be adopted, you know, she's like, what's your goal then? Like, how can you find, like, your happiness? And so she, like, talks with Veronica, and Veronica all, has all of her, like, Hollywood connections. So she decides to move to Hollywood. Oh. So she got a job as a storyboard artist. Oh. Through Veronica's connections. That easy, it's huh? That easy. Yeah, that just, easy, as huh? you know. <laughs> yeah, that easy. <laughs> Didn't go to school for animation or anything. Doesn't have a portfolio. She's literally She's 16, 16 years old. 16 years old an orphan. orphan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I guess not technically an orphan. Because her dad, her, her dad. Yeah, her bio dad's alive. I guess. Bio dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah, so she goes to Hollywood with, with, with her boyfriend. Ben who? Button. Ben who Button. in previous Riverdale had... Um, falling out the window, committing suicide during the Griffins and Gargoyles thing? Yeah. Is he the Boy Scout? Yeah, no, he... that's Delton Doily. Okay. Well, was Ben also? I think Ben was also a Boy Scout. Okay. He was I... always very in the background. Yeah. Why did they bring him back? Just so I think Ethel to give can Ethel a someone? little, like, closure. Because they're very happy to, you know. Steady. What, like, this episode? Yeah, yeah, this episode. Okay, sure, fine. But he's nice, he's very sweet to her so for this episode. So they've been dating for presumably, I don't know, a week. And then they run off to Hollywood together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At 16. Yep. What's he gonna do? Boy Scout out there? Who knows? Fall out a window? Also Maybe. love that it's like, okay, Ethel doesn't really have any, like, parental figures in her life. So, like, sure, her going off to Hollywood, but whatever. Dilton hasn't finished high but school. Not Dilton. Ben. Ben, whatever. Yeah, but, like, I'm sure Ben has parents. Yeah. Are they just like, yeah, run off to Hollywood with your girlfriend. Also, his name is Benjamin Button. Yes. Yes. Okay. It is. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, great. Sure. Yep. Is he secretly like 81 or something then? Well, he might be actually. Yeah. That's his storyline. So actually, he's it's probably fine. really well established. She's going to have a baby in a couple years, but you know. Uh. But he's got money because he's 81 years money, old. Money, baby. So they're fine. Boss baby. Oh my gosh. Yes. She's the original boss baby. That's what, yeah. She's going to storyboard <laughs> boss baby. <gasps> but oh it will gosh. be about her husband yeah. as he continues to Benjamin Button. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but they're not going to write Benjamin Button in the movie. No. <laughs> but that's a coincidence. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boss Baby, though. Boss Baby. Yes. Classic. Yeah, so she goes off into the distance, and narrator Jughead, at this point, says that Ethel is the first of them to leave Riverdale, but that more will soon follow, mm-hmm. and there's a potential Ominous. greater cataclysm ahead of What? Them. Like a comet? What? Maybe. This is just coming out of nowhere now. It is. Whatever. I, don't, yeah. I guess it's something. We just had to talk about... I mean, this is, like, what I've wanted the whole time. Same. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, thinking, like, we talked about boners for, like, an entire episode. Yeah. 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 No, this whole episode is so disappointing to me because I think a lot of the things that we will get to mm-hmm. are genuinely fun. And but... it's, like, I would have loved to have more episodes yeah. about... All of these yes. topics, and this would have been so much more interesting. It's just so frustrating yeah. that, like, literally, this whole episode to me just felt like dialogue 
exposition yes. of like this is happening I saw this yeah this is happening I saw this <laughs> Which is oh very, yes like, oh yeah it's big mm-hmm. last season energy yeah and I'm just like constantly happening just everything's told to you now yeah there's no <laughs> foreshadowing no build up really it's just yeah. and it's happening all at once yeah mm-hmm. well okay wait so Comet's coming potentially potentially okay to take them back to One, the future? No. Some foreshadowing, yeah, that What if they just all before. die? <laughs> like, what if it just strikes Earth? Could happen. They could. They could. I have but, a theory about, did I share my theory about them ending mm-hmm. with, like, Jughead writing yes. the Archie comics? I oh, think we talked about that yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. to exist. Yeah. Could still happen. Could still it could. Happen. We have some options. And speaking of Jughead, yeah, at the beginning of the episode, it, it opened with Jughead and his, like, plot. And oh, okay. so they're coming out of the movies again. Jughead's like, the best thing about dating the owner of a movie theater is you get free tickets all the time. You know, so he's watching like some horror movie. And his wheelbarrow full of popcorn. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. He's got like a gigantic popcorn. Oh, sounds delicious. Yeah. And they come out of the movies and he was there with Ethel and Dilton. I think they're all go- and watching. Ben. And Ben, watching this horror movie together. All my faves. Yeah, you totally know. (laughs) Yeah, when they come out of the theater, there's this man with some sort of, like, skin condition or something, like, running at them. It looks kind of like a zombie. Okay. And they nickname him, like, the Melting Man because his skin looks weird. Okay. And, like, it's kind of, like, melting. But he's shot immediately by, like, Sheriff Keller. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Even though he wasn't assaulting anyone. He wasn't doing anything besides... Creepy. Yeah, he just looked creepy walking through the streets. So he just kills him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Okay, and we get, like, gushing blood. Yes. Like, that's where, like, like the, kind of the campiness starts. It's, like, from this first opening scene. Is it, like, the chocolate syrup kind, or is it, like, red, a splash of red? Well, it's in black and, black and okay. white at okay. this okay. point. Okay, so the chocolate syrup. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, like is that and they're told that he had leprosy oh because that sure. just happens in riverdale yeah you know you it's just, just very sometimes it's very rare but mm-hmm. he had leprosy mm-hmm. but ethel points out while they see him that he's wearing the exact same uniform that her dad did while he worked at the maple factory oh so Owned he's he's a maple factory worker mm. Something going down at the Maple Factory. Have yeah. we ever seen the Maple Factory, or is it just? Not We've been never. About? Has it even really been mentioned? Look, I mean, we like know that they sell maple syrup, but I didn't know yeah. the factory was in Riverdale. I guess I should have assumed. I guess. I yeah. feel like I'll just say that's one of my frustrations with this episode too. I feel like they keep dropping information that it's like, did we know that? Yeah. yeah. Like, why didn't like, you mention it at least once before? Yeah, or maybe they did, but like mention it at least twice. Yeah, you it's know? not like it's not like an established setting that we yes, know exactly. In the picture. It's just like, oh yeah, the maple factory. It's like it's like did, how long has did that been there? I know about that. Yeah. Why haven't no. we been exploring that? Why not go yeah. look for clues at the maple factory with a flashlight, maybe? Yeah. I know. There was some good sleuthing this episode, which okay. is refreshing and good. Mm-hmm. But you know, Jughead is very sus. He's like, there's no way that's leprosy in Riverdale. So he goes to his good friend, Dr. Curdle Jr. Oh, yeah. It wasn't Junior, though. They didn't call him Junior. It was the junior actor, but his oh, name was Dr. Curdle. just Dr. Curdle. Right. Yes. He is the predecessor. And I love this, though. Instead of paying him, he gives him, like, black market pep comics because he can't get them anymore, and he loves horror comics. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, I'll tell you some stuff for a comic. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty classic curdle. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So he tells Jughead that all the, like, 
the condition with his skin and everything was not leprosy, but it was caused by radiation. Oh, palladium? Mm. Maybe. 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 Which is now radioactive. But yes, it's acute radiation radiation poisoning. poisoning. Sure. That he did get working at the factory. Okay, yeah. But that's... Cardell has seen this before. Yes, but, but they kept it hush hush. But they kept it very hush hush, mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to examine anything else before Mayor Blossom came and took the body. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. We also then randomly learn again out of nowhere <laughs> that Brad Rayberry also worked at the Maple yes. Factory, which we never knew before. This is this, and is this related to his murder. Well, he worked at the Maple Factory. Ethel's dad worked at the Maple Factory. Melting Man worked at the Maple Factory. Okay. Yeah. And apparently, Jughead suddenly remembers this comic that Brad, no, Ray Bradbury. Bradbury. Brad Ray. <laughs> we'll never get it. <laughs> yes, that, that Brad made about a palladium bomb. That oh. he just happens to remember that was never mentioned any time before. Right. He's so, just like, huh, palladium, yeah. that sounds suspicious, Yeah, he's maybe. like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, it'd be one thing if Angel Tabitha set that comic in front of him or something. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Just, like, not him just, like, digging in the back of his mind, being like, hmm, hmm, what could this be? I don't know. Palladium sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Convenient. Interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's always something that they just happen to read yes. in Riverdale. <laughs> And he, this like jogs his memory because Ethel tells him that her dad actually took a piece of palladium from work, like stole it basically one time. Uh huh. Yeah. Like Archie did, and then he got superpowers. No, it wasn't Ethel. It was Dilton's dad. Dilton's because Dilton's dad is a science, science teacher. teacher. Okay, so they is look he the exactly next? The same. Really interesting. Yeah, and so he took it to yeah. I don't know Dilton's dad to be like, what is this? To make sure it was actually palladium. That's Jughead. No. No. Mayor Dilton? Blossom. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah, Mayor Pops. Blossom took it to Dilton's dad to, to see like, if it was Palladium. I thought Ethel's dad took it to him. No. He stole some from work. Blossom knew what he had. Maybe you're right. But Mr. Mug yes, took right. this piece of rock from work and That's was like, right. yeah, what is what's this? the big deal with these rocks? To what Dilton's dad. Yeah, yes. okay. he's a science teacher. All the dads just hanging out. Which yeah. is the first time this episode gave me Stranger Things vibes. Mm-hmm. Just like taking a science question to your science teacher. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who would do that? So anyway, Jack yeah. is putting together the Palladium pieces. He talks to Dilton about that. And Dilton has this great quote that palladium is more volatile than plutonium and more destructive than hydrogen bomb. <laughs> yes, if it is super finely processed yes. and compressed. Well, it's one of the six elements of the universe. Yes. Yeah. So. If you also have love and... <laughs> Magic, evil... Friendship. Friendship wasn't... What's friendship one of them? Love was one. Love, magic... Creation. Creation. Mm-hmm. Destruction? Destruction. Yep. And palladium. And palladium. Palladium and evil, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. You just studied. Um, <laughs> yes. That's a shirt. So and a red bubble if you're interested. It is. Get it. Yeah. The best. Um, oh, and at school, oh, I loved this too, you know, because it's like there's all the talk about like atomic bombs mm-hmm. and everything. And so they watch Duck and Cover in oh, class. Yeah, of course, you know, like, you have to. I know. And I was like, like we did in school still. Yeah. <laughs> you did? 
Yeah. Did we actually watch it in school? Yeah, I as watched like, it in class. As like, here's an example of like propaganda. A, like a history thing. Yeah, like okay. we watched yeah. that Not entire like video. Like, this is oh, what you're okay. going to do if there's a bomb. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Just like to study what I they thought like, in the past. What did you want to? <laughs> no. <laughs> when you were homeschooled, your mom was like, all right. Yeah, duck and cover, guys. Duck and cover, guys. That's why Leigh had to come to public school. Yes. yes. She was like, no. She's like, I'm not, I'm not going to survive like the apocalypse because no. I don't know how to protect myself. No. No, yeah, we watched it in history class. It's like when we were talking about, I think it was when we were talking about World War Two, mm-hmm. and like because like they literally thought this was science, you know, and how funny it is now. Yeah. It's like that would do nothing. Yeah, it's like stop, <gasps> drop, and roll when you're on fire. Does nothing. Don't even try it. It does. No, it does. Is that, not legit? <laughs> it does. that is legit. <laughs> I'm just don't, out here peddling false information. Our listeners. <laughs> what if they catch on fire? Don't catch on fire. <laughs> step one. Yeah, step one. <laughs> But Jughead points that out immediately when they're talking in the Varsity Lounge, which is what the student lounge is called. We oh, yeah. we find lounge. that out. All right, cool. Um, and he's like, guys, do you really think that's going to work? No. I've, like, read about these bombs. They would, like, obliterate our whole town. So then they're all talking about where they would actually hide if they knew yes. a bomb was coming. Okay. And Cheryl says she would hide in the abandoned mines on her family's property. And mm-hmm. Dilton mentions a bunker. That his oh, family built. The sex bunker? Yeah. Is that Dilton's? Yeah. Has it always, always been? It's always been Dilton's. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. But I love that it finally came back. Yeah. I, like, part of me was like, are we going to see Narrator Jughead down there writing the world into existence? But we didn't. But no. He could have been hiding. Well, he could have been on like the other wall of the dimension. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, I think he is in a different dimension. Like he's yeah. like not in the room, but he's in the space kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. In a different frequency. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in the Upside Down. Yeah. yeah. The Stranger Things vibes in this episode. Yeah. Sci-fi. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he Dilton does take Jughead down into the bunker because he's like, you're like one of my best friends, you know, because they're like comic book friends, you know, and he's like, and I know, he's like, I know you're like actually concerned about this. And so he's like, if that was to happen, we could come here. And that's when Jughead is like, why did your dad build this? Oh, right. You know, because yeah. he's like. Riverdale is not a target for like a bomb because it's in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, is there something going on here that your dad knows that we don't know? Is there? And that's when Dilton told him about the the palladium thing. Yes. Yeah. That's when he told him about the palladium. Blossom has all this palladium. And so he's like, okay, something weird is going on with the blossoms. Are they going to like. At the maple factory. But are they going to like bomb the town? Maybe. Or... this Jughead's still just, like, putting all the pieces. Sure, yeah. Yeah. But I also have some more quotes that happened in oh, here. Oh, yes. Um, in reaction to Dilton's bunker, Jughead says, Holy crapola! <laughs> okay. And in the student lounge, Veronica refers to Jughead as Juggy Kins. Oh. oh. It's even worse than Archie Jug- Kins. Yes. Juggy Kins. Juggy Kins. Juggy Kins. Isn't that so sexy? Yes. Yeah. Juggy. Yeah. Doesn't that turn you on? It does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they still, like, dating or oh, yeah. something? Uh-huh. Did her and Betty just never talk? No. No. After they kissed? Well, they never did, actually. That was... That a, was a, um, a moment in their imagination. Yes. In the green oh, screen galaxy. Yes, in the green screen yes, galaxy. Yes, but not in reality. Weird. Okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just more up. queer baiting. That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then you, my last quote that I'll mention is after watching the movie, Jughead says, no wait, Archie? Mm-hmm. Archie says, Jeepers, that atomic bomb movie really gave me the Zoros. The Zoro? Whatever the that Zoros? means. And I <laughs> I Googled that and I did not find like anything. Like the movie with Antonio Banderas? That was what I thought. And Jeepers, very Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. Which was 70s? I don't know. 
I'm pretty sure. I mean, it probably existed before then. You know, yes. like a lot of slang. It probably got popular. Yeah. In like the 70s. Mm-hmm. Anyways, just... Just some fun Just nuggets. nonsense. Yeah. Fun, yeah. Fun juggies. <laughs> <laughs> Juggy kids. <laughs> but one of our teachers in the lie about mm-hmm. Cheryl's dad... About him sacrificing a child. Sacrificing a child. Yes. <laughs> no, so there's been these like military generals that have been meeting him at their house. Uh-huh. And in this episode, one of the generals gives Clifford a Moloch statue, who's like a pagan god, who is like the god of child sacrifice. Sure, because you need one. Yes. Is that who and um Cheryl was worshipping at one point? No. Okay. No, but new yeah, god, it's like god. this jade statue. Yeah, and Moloch just loves he just from? loves a child sacrifice. So he threatens Julian and Cheryl and he's like, If you guys don't stop pretty much like bothering me, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna sacrifice you to Moloch. Instead so. of like I'll turn this car around. It's like you better watch your tone or I'm gonna sacrifice you to Moloch. Yeah, and yeah. he like puts it on a little pedestal in his office and he's like, Think about that. And he's like twenty percent kidding, eighty percent truthing. Yeah, and they're just like, What in the world are you talking about? <laughs> Like, is this, like, just going to be relevant later on? Kind of. Yeah. In this episode? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right, sure. Everything. Everything, yes. this episode. Everything yeah, Everything happens. all at once. Yes. Everything everywhere all at once. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's going on with, like, her dad. And so Cheryl, or Jughead approaches Cheryl, and he's like, hey, um, I think some stuff, some weird stuff is going on with your dad and, like, at your parents' mind. He's like, have you seen anything weird going on? And, oh, forgot to mention, too, that Cheryl, she was wandering around, like, later at night, and mm-hmm. she overheard her parents talking in their study in another language that she was pretty sure was Russian. Oh. Which I just like to, I just have to say, earlier in the season when I was like, if anyone would be a communist, it it's would the be Blossoms. the Blossoms because yeah. they love the red. Yes. Mm-hmm. And here we are. You called it. Yeah. We yeah. have receipts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah. So Cheryl's like, um, actually, yeah, I think I heard my parents speaking Russian. <laughs> yeah. And so, and then Jughead's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, okay. He's like, you, he's like, can you go and like investigate your dad's office? See if there's anything weird. Actually, he says, play gumshoe. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yes. Because everyone knows what that means. Yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking in Russian, that's what I call a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. So what does that mean, gumshoe? Like sneak around? Sneak like around. A, like a, like a like spy. Sleuth, like a sleuth. journalism. Like a spy. Yeah. 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 Got it. Yeah, so. gumshoe was like an investigative. Yeah. Yeah. Gumshoe, person. gumshooing, gumshooed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Cheryl, she's like, yeah, I would definitely do that. You know, she's <laughs> like, you know how I feel about my dad, especially. She's like. She's like ready to take him down. Oh, yeah. 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 She's like, yeah, I'll investigate. So What's she, under that wig is what I want to know. I know. These are the questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They should be asking. Palladium. That's what's under Probably. there. Probably. Yeah, it's just like a palladium. Skullcap. Like skullcap, like yeah. robot. Yes. Ooh. They've never done robots. They have Which would be very 50s, I feel like. To be yeah. like, oh no, he's part robot. Or at least tease it in some way. Some way. Like his batteries fall out or something. Maybe next episode. There's two black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's still hope they to could. do literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so of course Cheryl walks in with, like, a candelabra to investigate. Uh, yeah. Yes. As, as you do. Yeah. yeah. It's who she is as a person. Mm-hmm. Yes. But this one... That's how you gumshoe. In this one instance, <laughs> it actually makes sense for the plot. Why? Well, she's, like, 
rifling through the drawers, she finds like a mining helmet in one of the drawers, which I'm like, why would you keep that in your office? In a drawer? drawer? I don't know. Because you don't want anyone to know that you're down in the mines? I guess. Why is that a... But you would have to carry the helmet through the rest of your house. (laughs) Yeah, like why not just have it... Now that he puts it under his wig. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's like why not just keep it at the mine maybe? But no. Yeah. No. But while she's like ruffling... Ruffling. Rummage. Rummaging. Yeah. Rummaging and rifling. Yes. (laughs) Yes. When she's searching through the desk, Mm -hmm. she notices that the flames on her candle look like they're being kind of like blown by like a breeze. Okay. Or something in the room. You know, she's like. Someone breathing? Hmm. No, she's like, is something, is there something behind the wall over here? Oh, sure. So. Secret passageway? Mm-hmm. Yes. Behind what? A painting? A huge yes. painting. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what those are for. Yes. To just be doors to secret passageways. And I yeah. thought it was going to be a passageway directly to the mine. To the mine yeah. Because then I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Like, he puts his helmet on, he goes into the mine. No. <laughs> no, of course not. Where it does not it go? Bad. The bu- the sex bunker? What do you think it is? I, I, those are my two guesses. It's a... The school? We'll give you hints. It's okay. a room. It's like a big, kind of like a walk-in closet. Yes. What do you think would be hiding in a closet? Uh, murder victims? You're, you're warm. Milk? Yeah. Oh. You're close. Milkman outfit? Yes. yes. And? Jugs? Yes. <laughs> Chuggy but, kids? But not just one milkman outfit, like ten. Yeah. Oh, because it's a crime ring. Yes. It's a whole syndicate. Oh, okay. And so, whatever hitman they hire for oh, whatever jobs. it's not him. He just has the it's, uniform. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Just like we predicted, like Clifford Blossom is behind it, but he's hiring people out to do his dirty work. Yeah, and okay. so there's not a serial killer milkman. Yeah, it's like a hitman. Yeah. I kind of understand now why they waited till the end because it's so obvious. <laughs> like yeah. everything we're we're it predicting. Is. It's just like, oh, it's the thing we predicted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they could have put some of these hints in other places, and this could be the episode where it all falls together. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Because if we had not revealed, like, Ethel's, like, birth dad in the same episode as Clifford's yes. big scheme, yes. you might think Hal was a suspect, too, still, because you're like, something yes. sketchy around that. Yeah. Yeah. They could have dropped little hints. Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep it a plot. Yeah. Okay. Or play up the turtle suspicion, which I'm still suspicious of them. I still think they're involved. But With the milkman thing? Or yeah. just, like, I don't know now. I think they're I'm like, I, I think, think, yeah. I think they're just bumbling idiots. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I think they're involved in something. I don't think they're communists. I think they're like a general antagonist where it's like, but, no, we have to keep Riverdale pure. And that's like a, a, a greater evil that they just represent, maybe. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But I'd like I to see them like, do something fun. I just feel like them and Clifford Blossom are just best buddies. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, I want to see them like, be like lackey, like henchmen yeah. type thing. I think they were very much like we're anti-commie and Clifford was yes. playing the whole like yeah me too yeah, yeah. same that's true <laughs> that's that. true yeah well yeah. okay so wait but yeah so they could have sh- played up the turtles though more made them you know they could have had more red herrings in there yeah they turn that turtle up they yeah. yes turn, turn that turtle, turtle up sweet <laughs> <laughs> favorite Kesha song yeah. yes you know it's like they could have made it stretch they more they could have yeah they could have done a lot but you know they're here they didn't forget about the milkman it's true I'm and happy. Cheryl found it out? Yes. yes. Has she been nosying about that at all? Not really before Jughead, like, put some of these pieces together. For okay. Her. Yeah, but now she's, like, all caught not. up. 
if my family's doing something weird, she's like, I want no part of that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do we she's think like, Julian's the milkman? No, he couldn't be because he took Ethel to go make out when her yeah. was being murdered. And I don't he, think Julian would do that anyway. Yeah. I don't know. He might I be think, in on it with his dad. Like, it's like, oh, go distract Ethel or something. I think he's a douchebag, but not a murderer. Okay. No, I think he's going to be really upset when he finds out his parents are communists because I think he is he's like, like all-American boy. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to be like, are you kidding me? That's true. <laughs> He's just a buffoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Anyway, so then Cheryl and Jughead decide they need, like, more proof and evidence behind this, mm-hmm. and they want to go to the mines. So they team up, and Cheryl calls him Sherlock Jones, which was Great. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sherlock Jones? Oh. Sherlock Jones. Oh. New spinoff? Honestly, I yeah. love these two teaming up to, like, investigate. Right? Honestly... I feel like, even in the past, I feel like Jughead and Cheryl do have very similar energies that yes. they manifest in different ways. Yes. And it's like, why have they not worked together before? Right? They've come so far from being yeah. and hobo. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They're like two sides of the same coin. They yeah. are. Especially now that Cheryl's less, like, sassy. Yeah. Yeah. She's a little more chill to meet Jughead's chill. Yes. Yeah. But still, like, kind of kooky. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And believe in, like, all those, like, kind of crazy like theories and everything mm-hmm. it's like they'd both be on the same page about like a lot of that kind of stuff i feel like but yeah but yeah but they're teaming up now and they have a really fun little photo shoot with the bomb that they find what when they sneak into the mine when they sneak into the mine did they take the hard hat no wow no hard hats big mistake they do not follow osha protocol no. yeah <laughs> But they're just there for the photo shoot with the bomb. Yeah. What photo? Who took their? Who brought their camera? Jughead. Has Jughead. A camera. So yeah. Cheryl's just doing a, a boudoir photo shoot. Oh, no, with the it's bomb. Jughead with the bomb. Oh, yeah. boudoir. I think the the intent was like to show the size of the bomb compared to Jughead, but he literally looks like he went and took a Polaroid on vacation to see the world's largest bomb. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it looks so funny. Arms crossed, like leaning against the plane. To be like, bomb. here's proof that there is a bomb of palladium yes. down here. Okay. Yeah. Right, sure. But it's just really funny. <laughs> yes. They show the picture developing, and it's, like, not fully developed, but that one second was all I needed. Yeah. Yes. You got laughed so hard. I hope he, like, I hope Cole Sprouse, like, takes that home as a souvenir. Oh, he better. should. And his, ooh, that could be a game we can play. Like, what, what would you they... take home? Oh. What would you, like, send everybody home with? Yeah. Oh, His, like, yeah. Jughead serpent jacket, obviously. Yes. Um, his hat? Oh, my gosh. He can have multiple things. He can have both. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, um, okay. but, yeah, so while they're, like, developing these photos, too, and he's like, okay, we have, like, proof. He's like, we need to get this out to, like, somebody. And Cheryl's like, yeah, we need to take it to Sheriff Keller. And Jughead, being smart, is like, mm, I don't think so. He's like, we have no idea if he's involved in this or not. And Sheriff Keller's sus. So he's like... Veronica had that actual FBI agent reach out to her about her dad. He's like, I'm going to get the name of the actual FBI. Okay. Oh. And Cheryl's like. Charles was here? No. Glenn. Glenn. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, yeah, Cheryl's like, yeah, that's much smarter. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. She's like, hmm. You could be onto something there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they do. What do they do? They give it to the FBI. Oh, okay, cool. And Out of their hands. And they knock on the door during breakfast. Glenn and his squad come in, and they're like, Penelope something Russian blossom. Oh, it's oh, yeah, all going down for real. Yeah, because Penelope's the Russian one. Yeah. 
Uh, and okay. And Clifford was told. Did she like drop her fake accent or something? She's like, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> no, they okay. just are speaking in Russian in private. That one night. That yeah. one night, because they're talking about secrets. But he's this American capitalist that she like ensorcelled and got into her scheme. Ensorcelled. And yes. so the FBI <laughs> knew that they were building the Palladium bomb called Project Moloch, which is where the Moloch statue came in. Oh. The general gave it to him as a little, like, here's a Not gift, thanks a for wink, working wink. on our project. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But also, if you want to sacrifice your kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. Here's yeah. an idol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I just want this. Yeah. Yeah. But so, the government thought he was building it for the United States, but actually, they were going to double-cross him and build it for Russia. So yes. they were going to bomb, so that bomb was for America, to, to blow up America? Yeah. No, or like communists, is what they thought. To who? Oh, what? Huh? No, they thought that he was... They knew he was building the bomb. They thought that he was building it for the U.S. to use against, like, Yes, but the they... Communists. The Blossoms were making it for the communists to blow yes. up America. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Well, um... But that, they got arrested. That happened. So their plan was foiled. And that's it. Oh. Oh, just like and, a Scooby-Doo just episode. Just like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but it made sense. So all the murders were, like, to cover up people who knew stuff about the Palladium and about the plan... Yes. Because, like, Ethel's uh, dad knew about the Palladium. Was Wait, so was he was Ethel's dad also going to get, like, radiation poisoning? Or was that just, oh, like, Oh, he did random? have some health issues from it. Yeah, okay. they also talked about that. Because Ethel was like, yeah, he was, like, losing hair. And he had, like, chronic pain. But they thought it was from stress from working in the mines. Sure. And Brad Rayberry wrote that whole, like, article about this, like, fake story about the Palladium bomb that was, like, actually true and inspired by the stuff he saw going on at work. Because he was suspicious of it. Okay. So he had him killed. Okay. <laughs> this all, like, makes sense, but it's just, like, when I think back to, like, those episodes where the, these things happen, I'm like, it just doesn't feel like that's why. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they said, too, with, like, um, with Ray, it was partially, too, because, you know, like, when he came to support Jughead and he talked about, like, going to the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. And because it sounds like before they weren't going to bother him because he really didn't see that much. But because of the things he was saying, they were afraid that he actually would get the government involved. Uh-huh. And so that's why they killed him. Okay. It makes so. sense to me, it, Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's just so much information all at once. Yeah. Like, no, here's exactly. This up, here's this wrapped up. Here's where they're going. All, here's in, the where one, going. all in one episode. Like, so is this Goodbye Blossoms now, too? Like, Probably. that's a wrap for y'all? Yeah, I mean, I they, so. they might have something else with them. They, like, talk to them in jail or something. Yeah. Like yeah. What happens to the bomb? We don't know. I guess the government takes control of it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They like the, it in the first like place. the original plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who's left? Archie? No, we talked about no, Archie. That's it. That's it. That's the episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what do we have left then? The whole future fifties thing. The comet. The comet. Mm-hmm. So we've wrapped up all of our the murders, the sex. Yeah. I would hope it's wrapped up. I don't know. I think <laughs> next episode's probably going to be, like, finalizing relationship stuff, maybe. No, yeah. I feel like Riverdale always has one episode at the very end that's, like, more closure, recovery. recovery. So I feel like they're going to have the comet next episode, I think. And yes. future stuff. Then I think the last episode will be the more couple stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, last episode's going to be more, like, schmaltzy. Mm-hmm. Next episode's probably going to be, like, that more, like, be. intense. Yeah. Like, yeah. it all is coming together. Yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, whatever but, that is. Yeah. We'll find out. Like, I Maybe guess... Tabitha will come back, like, Angel Tabitha. She has to. I hope, yeah. I hope they don't just leave that hating. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see anything in the preview? We didn't watch it. Okay. 
Let's coming in. Fresh. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Coming in fresh. I do kind of want to watch it now, though. Yeah, I'm curious. Do you have an activity for us? Not so much an activity. There was just like an article that got released today um, mm. in Vulture where it was like an interview with all of the cast of Riverdale. And there oh. was just like some really fun tidbits in there. <gasps> I us. highly encourage you to read the article because it's actually really funny. But oh, like, I'm excited. Can you text it to us? Yes. Um, okay, so the interviewer says, breaking out into song is a huge part of the show. Um, was that part of the audition process? And everyone goes, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Camilla Mendes says, they didn't even ask. Madeline Petch says, they didn't even care if I could dance and I played a cheerleader. <laughs> Lily says, they put songs in there and were like, you guys are singing whether you suck or not. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and then their reaction to um, seeing the musical numbers in the scripts was, Casey Cott actually kind of breaks it down really nice where he says, I don't think people understand how Riverdale works. Very quickly before you start shooting an episode, we're talking two days, you get the script. And sometimes you don't even have a script. You just get an email that says you have a recording session. And if you're really lucky, you get a text from Roberto that says, hey, we should sing this song. (gasps) And then Camila Mendes says um, that she sang Ladies Who Lunch before she even knew what the scene was. Oh my god. That's so stressful. And that scene, there's so much going on. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of these actors an Emmy. Yes, literally. And I feel like... We cannot say anything about any of their performances. Uh, after reading this article... They did amazing. Like, yeah, if they had Lily, two days to do yeah. all of that, like, tops... Mm-hmm. We retract every statement yes. we've ever made. Literally. The cast is perfect. Literally, They're very yes. talented. Yeah. Like, Lily Reinhardt was talking about, like, how she doesn't like being the butt of the joke because she knows that the show is, like, kind of off the rails and stuff. And everyone's aware. I think the whole cast gets it. And, yeah. and Madeline Petch says, like, that's part of the camp and stuff. Like, I remember I had to fly into space and shoot... Oh, comet with lasers in my hands. And she said, but she said, well, that was an homage to Scarlet Witch or something. So yeah. it's like, you know, she 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 gets the reference. She knows what show she's in and stuff. Yeah. And then they talk about like how they have to go back to playing like 17-year-olds when they're all like aged out of that and how like kind of dysphoric it is, like how Lily Reinhardt had to be in lingerie and portraying a 17-year-old. And it's like she doesn't have a 17-year-old body anymore. Yeah. But she's still like in that place where it's like, you know, you kind of have to like pull off the part or whatever yeah that's hard yeah and then they talk about some favorite lines that they do and madeline petch says does anyone remember when i had my own whole ass church in season five (laughs) yes i think my favorite line is i am cheryl blossom queen of the bees (laughs) and she texted roberto and says please 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 don't make me say this i had to shake honeycombs at my mother to banish her And then Camila Mendes has this line that she hated saying, but now it's like a party trick where she, um, she like mentions it and then the whole cast is like, say it, say it, Camila. And she says, word of my exploits serving Nick, his comeuppance has seeped into the demonoid of mobsters and moles my father used to associate with. Oh my gosh. Can you say it one more time? I don't even know if I got it right. such gibberish. Word of my exploits serving Nick, his comeuppance has seeped into the demonde of mobsters and moles my father used to associate with wow I mean, that's correct but wow yeah it's a mouthful it's it's nonsense yeah so i just it's a really good read and it made me appreciate the cast a whole lot so. yeah wow. especially she had to memorize that line yeah. in two days yeah think about that mm-hmm. too <laughs> and now it's a party trick so yeah yeah and then at the end they are all they're all kind of like and only one of us is going to be successful after the show because like this is also like such a rare show that it's probably the last of its kind too like oh, this yeah. kind of like soapy 100 episodes or however long it's been oh, kind of like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like what 130 maybe on cable still so yeah mm-hmm. 
Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's a little time capsule in it a way. Is. Yeah. Why do they think only one of them is going to be successful? I, and I is it Casey Cott? Is it Casey Cott? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe he'll be more successful on Broadway. I don't know. I think I see. I see futures for some of them. <laughs> some like, of them. I think Cammy. Cammy, Lily, Cole, KG. I don't know if he likes acting. I can see him going back home and yeah. being a dad and being a weirdo. And yeah, loving life. and doing like music. Yeah, because he yeah. has a band. Yeah, Madeline Petch. I would love to see. Oh yes, more more stuff from her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah. I don't know, the whole thing made me kind of emotional about the show and how it's ending and how special it is. Yeah, it is so special. It, it is. is. And we talk a lot of shit about it. But, but we also love it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't be still talking about it. I mean, so many people started podcasts, like, in the pandemic and, like, quit after, like, a couple months and we've been going, like, three years or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. I know. And I, I'm so sad that Riverdale is ending because yeah. I do love Riverdale. And all and, its flaws. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's what makes it fun is because there is nothing else like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? literally. It's like, mm-hmm. it's so, it's so crazy. It's so unpredictable and ridiculous mm-hmm. and campy and fun. Yeah. Because and it doesn't. Genre. Yeah. And just like, I just love how creative they get with just like all the colors and like their sets, their like. I wardrobe. I like the musical numbers and the fact of like how creative they are. I feel like with a lot of the scenes and mm-hmm. like and just all the camera angles and fun things they do there. It's like it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. They have their own little specific touches and stuff. Yeah. That I think I don't know. I could see it being like a study like a studied piece of work like in the future yeah. of like oh, totally. this like I know time capsule of like this like Americana thing mm-hmm. mixed with like teen soapy kind of still on cable even though that's kind of dying out but like still yeah. finding ways to be creative about it yeah because i feel like with riverdale like more so than really any other show kind of similar to it i feel like they are a lot more creative and like mm-hmm. innovative yeah. with things they do so it's like i feel like the writing can be really like <laughs> atrocious yeah but, but at the same time it's so good yes yeah. and but it's like like so much happened in this episode yeah yeah but somehow it worked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it did it yeah. really did yeah and it's I like that itself show... is a talent to mm-hmm. pull that off too yes and like the show knows what it is yeah it would be so yes. different if it was cringy and it was trying to be good yes but like it's trying to be exactly what it is yes yeah. like if there's a plot hole it's because they know there's a plot hole and they don't care yeah, yeah. it's just so self-aware and it's yes. such a testament to the cast that they are like listen we're in this together yes. and we're all gonna like try to make it out of this like having a fun time or whatever so yeah yeah being professional yeah yeah i mean they they waited like till the show was over basically to like be like okay listen we get our we get our scripts two days in advance yeah and that's it so and you can see them holding in a lot of the stuff in interviews, but they don't say it. Oh, you know, oh, it's yes. like that was like my first like exposure to like after like I had like kind of tuned out of Riverdale for like season two. I started like watching like compilations of like the cast like reacting to that. It's, yeah, like, we should like talk about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you for listening. As always, Riverdale fans first and friends second. If you want to support the podcast, like and subscribe, tell a friend, or leave us a review. And follow us on Instagram at Rivertales Podcast and check out our merch on Redbubble. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.